Last year, we promised that the last episode of 2019 would be on the new Jumanji movie. We even recorded it. And then, well, we failed to publish it before the year was over. We can't imagine the emotional devastation this must have caused. You didn't deserve to have the year end like that. Of course, the damage can never be fully undone, but we hope you'll accept this belated offering anyway. Our deep dive into Jumanji, the next level. Welcome to Nerd Critic, a podcast about movies from the dual perspective of critical nerdiness. My name is CJ, your resident nerd. Yes, and I am Jordan, your studied and credentialed critic. And today, we are here to talk about uh, Jumanji, the next level. And it's interesting because this is not uh, technically an off-the-shelf episode, but it's also like a little bit different than a mainline episode because uh, this movie came out... Uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it's true. Oh yeah, because I just we just jumped in like like it's an off the shelf episode. Yeah, but it's not. It's not. But it, but it, but it, but it kind of it is. Kind of is. Have you seen Jack Black's picture on IMDb? It's kind of amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like maybe sixty percent him and forty percent beard. It's pretty great. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's pretty great. Uh, yeah. So we're here to talk about Jumanji. Uh, it came out a couple of weeks ago. Uh, this episode, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going to adjust my mic. I apologize. You're going to hear. Here it comes. Here it comes. Up. Up. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, this, this, uh, episode is coming out. It is our last episode of the calendar year 2019. What uh, a way to go out to. <laughs> yep. The sequel to the sequel of <laughs> the, Jumanji. The sequel to the reboot. Yes. Or is it? Well, it's a reboot. It's a, it's it's not a it's well. Not it's a kind of a sequel. It's kind of a sequel. Well, no, because it's not a board game. Well, but but there was reference to the board game in the first movie, I believe. Oh, was there? I think there was. I'm I could be, I could be wrong. Okay, man. It it's does it matter? Is the real question? It, it doesn't. <laughs> it is the answer to that question. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, it's it's weird that we're talking about it because. A lot of the times, these movies, these these kind of reboot, rehash, trying to make something out of nothing kind of things, we try to ignore because yeah. they're unless, usually unless they're real gonna, bad. Unless they're going to come in and make tons of money. Yeah, sure. Which, you know, we're yeah. gonna we're we'll talk about it. If yeah. it's a big movie, we'll but talk like, about it. Like the Power Rangers was probably not something we would have talked about. Yeah. The, the podcast wasn't going at the time, but we probably wouldn't have talked about it. Jumanji feels like like if somebody pitches to me, yeah, we're gonna like you know, if it was five years ago and they're like, yeah, we're gonna reboot Jumanji, I would have been like, well, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> uh, but here we are on the sequel, and I like them both. Yeah. So me too. Well done, uh, whatever company. So here's the spoiler free the spoiler free version for me, or the 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 just the the short <laughs> the short summary of my reaction is that I think I liked this movie exactly as much as I liked the last one. Me too. Like, if you like the first one, you'll man, like the within second. a percentage point. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> like it was yeah. so close. Yeah, it's such a tie. Um, the uh, the one the one thing I do want to note, uh, just to give a little context, 
if it's been a while, or maybe maybe you've never maybe you've never seen not you CJ, but you the listener, maybe you've never seen uh, the original Jumanji. Um, if not, I'm not gonna say you need to go back and watch it. Uh, it's a good movie. Yeah, it's a weirdly boring movie. Is it now? It is. You think of it. Like, because, you know, you see it as a kid and you remember certain things. You remember totally. the stampeding animals through the yeah, street. Absolutely. The you monkeys. The monkeys. Robin Williams hanging through the ceiling. Yeah. You remember yeah. the you remember the guy who's always trying to shoot him? Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's pretty great. Monkeys driving a police car. But then, oh, yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> That's great. But then go back and watch it. And it's amazing how slow it is. Hmm. And not that much happens. Like, for most of the movie. <laughs> it, it's it's actually, it's very much a family drama adventure. It's not really an action movie. Huh. So that's that's something, that's a notable thing. That's a- <laughs> because uh, because it means that when they rebooted it, they really kind of, they, they actually changed the genre. Oh, it's, totally. It's a, it's a totally different kind of movie now. If you're casting The Rock instead of Robin Williams, you better be changing It's also the not really a comedy. Like the original Jumanji, like it has... Some moments that are sure. funny, but it's yeah. not like trying to be funny. I, I don't remember it as funny. I it's, remember it's it. Not yeah, really I remember it funny. as a Rob Williams serious movie. Yeah, yeah. It's it really it's it's a family drama adventure. It's uh, a which, family movie first. Yeah, a drama movie second, and an, an adventure, adventure movie, movie last. Huh. Yeah. Uh, and these movies, the new Jumanji movies, comedy are first, comedy first, action, action second, second, adventure third, adventure. Family, whatever drama. Yeah, it's probably not even really a family movie. It's not I mean, a drama movie. I mean, there's a little bit of dramatic. Well, not yeah. It's really. It's, not, it's really not. It's really not. Yeah. <laughs> it's really not. Uh, yeah. It's a comedy action. Yep. is what it is, and yep. adventure in there as well. Uh, anyway, we uh, let's talk about who's uh, like above so, the line. Yeah, yeah. So this is a this is a. Uh, I mean, I think one of the reasons that it feels so similar to the first one is it's it's the same team. It's Jake Kasdan as the uh, director and lead writer. Uh, there are more writers um, credited, and uh, honestly, that's mostly all you need to say. We have a returning cast from the first movie. We've got Karen Gillan as Ruby Roundhouse. We've got Marin Hinkle as Spencer's mom. That's actually not important. Um, and we have, uh, no, really, she has like three lines in the movie. They're not yeah. important. Yeah. Um, Dwayne Johnson as Eddie, uh, or uh, et cetera. Uh, it's, there's a lot of... Anyway, we'll we'll get into that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dwayne Johnson is in this movie. Is all we need to say. We've got Jack Black, obviously. We have Kevin Hart, obviously, and then joining the fray, uh, Danny DeVito um, and uh, Danny Glover. Danny Glover, and obviously, then, and, and then, then a surprise for me. And then a surprise visit from Aquafina, Aquafina. which I'm excited to talk about. Yeah. Also, um, Nick Jonas. Yeah. Yes. Who's there? Yes. Uh, exactly. Uh, Nick Jonas is there. Man, a lot of people. Because Colin Hanks also. And then there's we the, should mention him. Yeah, Colin Hanks, uh, interesting, interesting actor. Colin Hanks. Um, it's uh, he's a good actor. It's I like him. Always very hard for me to take him seriously. Something about his face. <laughs> it's the it's the almost but not quite Tom Hanks face. <laughs> the way you said that was so good. <laughs> Just being honest. <laughs> Something about his face. Yeah. Oh, man. It is an, it is an almost Tom Hanks face, but yeah. it's not. It's, yeah. uh, also, of note, uh, Rory... <laughs> <laughs> Still getting you. It's so... The way you said it, the delivery was so good. Anyway, keep going. Rory McCann, uh, who you will not recognize by name, but if I say if I tell you he is the Hound from Game of Thrones, ah. you will know who I'm talking about. He's great, <laughs> and I'm really pleased that he's in this movie. 
he plays the sort of video game villain, and it's pretty it's pretty awesome. And it worked, and it works, it works real well, really well. Yeah, it does. He is he is an intimidating fellow. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, lots of good stuff, lots of good people, um, lots of good faces. Um, the all the all the all the same younger actors returned, uh, who's they're not maybe as uh, well known, so we won't necessarily talk much about them. But but they all return, so it's the same cast. It really does. It feels feels very much like a straight it, up sequel. Yeah, it it, it's just a continuation of the last movie. Uh, it's the same tone. It's the same comedy beats. Uh, they do like just enough. Like they change. Like they they go like one degree in a different direction in like they're not the same like jack like jack black isn't the cheerleader girl this time yeah. right and like they changed yeah, those yeah which you see in the preview <laughs> yeah. you got Danny Glover and Danny DeVito uh you know slipping into those roles and you know there's a bit of a shuffling of how yeah. thing of the dynamic which was which was like just enough change to you know keep you happy and it's like oh cool so it it it's just enough change to make you completely okay watching another two hours of, of Jumanji. <laughs> yes. All right. It's time to spoil. Let's spoil. Let's spoil it away. Spoiler a warning moving forward. So um, I I do think that the, the, the dramatic tensions in the actual character arcs were not as strong in this movie. Mm. I do think that. Okay. Um, so it's it, they feel a little tacked on. So how do we get them to get back into the game. Well, what they did was they had uh, the Eddie character, oh, not Eddie, sorry, um, uh, Sp- Spencer. Oh, my Spen- yes, Spencer. Yeah, Spencer. The Spencer. The, Spencer he's character. Off college. He's off in college. He's having a bad time. Yeah. He doesn't have a lot of confidence. All his friends seem to be doing very, very well. And boy, does he remember what it was like to be Bravestone. Yeah. And so he wants to go back and be Bravestone again. It's a, it's a bad plot device. Sure. It doesn't. It, it's a, it's a thinly veiled excuse to get them back into the game. His friends go to rescue him. They are. Uh, the game is broken, which is another sort of silly, like, well, it, it, it's broken, and there, and therefore everything ends up different than it did before. Yeah. Um, so that's, you know, whatever. So that gives us the excuse of, of whatever. I mean, the the whole thing is sort of chock full of, like, silly, obvious plot devices to, like, make the thing happen that we want to see happen. It's it's plot devices in service of the joke, basically, or yeah. the jokes that they want to tell. The body switching stuff, you know. It's a glowing pool. Like, what's it there for? Well, you can switch for switching bodies. That's yeah. literally the only reason yeah. it exists. Yeah. <laughs> it, um, and so there's a lot of, like... Very very silly stuff, uh, but I don't I don't see that that was much different than the first movie. Yeah. Um, and and in the first movie, uh, the difference is that in the first movie there was this really nice um, thing that we got to see with uh, Spencer realizing that he wasn't brave when it really mattered, when he only had one life left. Yeah. It was a good it was a good moment. Mm-hmm. It was a good sort of like character reveal. Um, an, an important kind of thing to get over, to, like, get past and to, like, move forward anyway and how to be courageous and how to use the help of your friends and all that kind of... I mean, it's good, you know, good good, good stuff. It, like, it was, a, it, was a, it was fairly affecting. And by the end, it, you, you felt like their bond as friends had been earned by, by the story that you saw. In this one, the primary, the primary dramatic tension is actually not 
Spe- Spencer has very little to do with it because he's gone for most of the movie. Yeah. Um, and the most of the dramatic tension uh, rests on uh, the uh, uh, Danny DeVito and Daddy, Danny Glover characters. Yeah. Um, Milo and... <clears throat> yeah, and a ma- Mouse. Mouse? No, no, no. no not Ma- Mouse. Ma- Mouse is, is Kevin Hart's uh, character in the game. Oh, right. Sorry. It's, it's, uh, it's Milo Milo and Eddie. No, no, it's no, Eddie. Milo. Yeah, Milo and Eddie. Milo and Eddie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. It's Spencer, yeah. Milo yeah, so. and Eddie. Uh, so I was going to bring up Milo and Eddie because there, there were a couple of scenes um, pretty much when you discover – anytime that you discover any backstory with Milo and Eddie – uh, because there's there's contention, you're not sure why, and then you're in the game, all the stuff happens, and then it's almost like a quick cut scene of like, we closed and I wanted to retire and I didn't, okay, and it's then you move on. It's exposition through dialogue while they're walking. While they're That's walking. That's the entire dramatic story and, and it just them. And it lands, like, <clears throat> it, it's very abrupt. It lands very much, It's it's it kind of whiplashes you a little bit of yep. like, oh, this is what we're talking about now, and then they move on fairly quickly. Yep. I agree that that was was um, definitely a weakness of, of this movie. What's weird is, I don't know if it was because of tone or what, just the concept in general, I didn't care that much. I didn't no. care that much that that stuff wasn't there. Uh, what I did care about was the fact that those ostriches, ostrich, ostr- ostrich, let's just say ostrichai. Ostrichai. Uh, <laughs> that sounds weird. That. Let's not. <laughs> the, uh, the flightless birds looked as real and mean as they did, or like the, b- not, they're like mandrels or something. Yeah. But the oh, b- that was... baboons were like legitimately terrifying. Yep. That's the stuff that I cared about. Yep. Uh, I, I bought that peril. <laughs> totally. Absolutely. Um, and yeah. And like to, to see them in sand, like dune buggies, just driving around. Like that's what was I was thrilling. there for. It was, it was so much fun. Yeah. And I have no idea why it kind of lulled me into this. Nothing else matters. You just want to watch them drive in <laughs> dune buggies. Uh, but it worked, whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to give a shout out to, uh, Kevin Hart. We talked about Kevin Hart in our, uh, at your uh, Christmas party a couple days ago, <laughs> I have I have been on record for a long time saying that I love Kevin you love Hart Kevin and Hart. that I think he's better than almost all the movies that he's been in. Uh, so I love Kevin Hart as well, and <laughs> I think that there's untapped potential. What I said at the party was that Kevin Hart has been cast so far for doing one thing, and that one thing is that he's just an irrationally angry small man. Right, you have the ride-along movies. You have Central Intelligence. Even the little rabbit in the Secret Life of Pets, like uh, Night School. He's always just this irrationally small, angry small man. Yep. And it's one note that just kind of happens over and over and over. That's why. And there's there's a particular cameo in uh, in a movie. I'm not going to spoil it in case you haven't seen it, but. So there's a cameo that he's not that. Uh, And then in this movie, he wasn't that. In the previous Jumanji, he was. But in this one, he was Danny Glover, right? He was, and he did so good. And I absolutely, like, one of the funniest moments for me was when the, uh, the flightless birds, yes. the ostrich, ostrichai, were uh, we we agreed not to use. N- that sorry, word. I apologize. If you uh, must say ostriches. W- uh, the ostriches. Um, it also sounds weird. Is that the proper plural? 
Uh, I, 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 I believe it, it. I believe it ostriches. is. Ostriches. Uh, one of the funniest moments for me was when the ostriches are, are coming at him and he's just slowed. It was the, it was a, it was a joke that was hit on a lot, but this was the first time. And he's just kind of slow talking all the facts <laughs> about these ostriches. <laughs> Did and everyone's he, like, just did, get to it. What do we need to know? Did and, he die because I talk slow? <laughs> <laughs> like he so, always said he no, would. He always, <laughs> that, <laughs> it uh, was, I was all about Kevin Hart in this movie. really funny. It was, it was really all funny. The, all the best comedic beats were definitely, uh, yeah, uh, uh, around that. Yeah, I, uh, I was... I was really pleasantly surprised with Kevin Hart. Also, another nerd out thing for me uh, is Jack Black. So Jack, there, there, there's one movie where there was a white man playing a black man, and it was a comedy, and it worked out really well, and that was Tropic Thunder, which happens to have Jack Black in it as well. Uh, and in this one, when it's like a white dude's going to play, especially like an old chubby rock and roll white dude yeah. is going to play like a young black kid. That's a jock. You know, I, yeah. it, it feels iffy. <laughs> it feels, if you're going to pitch that idea to me, I'm going to, I'm yeah, I'm going to be hesitant. Uh, but he nailed it. I thought it was amazing. Uh, I had a really good this time really, with Jack. Really what the hell, man? Like <laughs> just the way that he was able to pull that off for being Jack black. He went from cheerleader to like from he went from Bethany oh, yes. to Fridge in one movie and he pulled it off. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. It was great. I, a lot of the other really good, really good comedic beats were were Fridge being upset at how <laughs> at, at how awful of a body he had in this. Man, game. it's hot out here. <laughs> <laughs> My weaknesses are sun, heat. And sand, and then it cuts to the wide of them in the middle of the desert. I think that was in the preview. It was a great moment. It was a great it was moment. So funny. Yeah. And then when they switch bodies, and he's like obsessed with how powerful the, her body yeah. is, and he's like, <laughs> loaded weapon. <laughs> uh, it's just, it was, it was, it was, there was, it was very delightful. It was a lot of fun. I, uh, I was, yeah. I was worried when they did the body switch that that uh, uh, Karen Gillan was gonna have to try and be fridge for a long yeah. time. I was like, I was please like, don't stay here. Yeah, that's going to be rough. And then they switched back, and I was like, oh, okay, we're good, we're good. Yes. Uh, it was like a good, fun moment um, yes. in there. Anyway, I uh, I was not expecting to love Kevin Hart and Jack Black as much as I did, uh, uh, but it was great. And it was fresh uh, somehow. Same concept, but still really fresh for me. Yeah, yep. Yeah, nothing about this movie was terribly inventive, but it was all like comedy was was really funny. It was fun, and and the action was executed well enough that I was on board most totally. of the time. Yeah, like the Zeppelin at the end, I loved it. I thought it was so awesome. It's out of the blue, I really. know, yeah. <laughs> and now he's aboarding yeah. a Zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs> and he mu- and now Dwayne Johnson must chase down the Zeppelin, the rope, catch the Zeppelin, catch the and Zeppelin tie it and up. Tie it up. <laughs> oh, fantastic! Yeah, fantastic! Yeah, uh, totally into it. <laughs> also, I like how you know. I think one of the reasons that this movie works for me is because it's sort of shameless in what it is. It like understands that it is a movie about something absurd, and and it just runs with it. Yeah. So like in the beginning, during the scene of exposition. Wherein uh, the oh, what's his what's his name the um, 
the NPC, the the oh the New Zealand Nigel? guy, Nigel. Oh my gosh, I love that actor so much. And I can't remember his name. Anyway, uh, he is when he's explaining the problem, like the big conflict of the world and the 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 the, the thing that they need to do, like this this level or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you get the whole backstory thing, and it's all very absurd and silly, but it like, but but it knows it is, and so it's just like, yeah. And there's this special stone that you need to go retrieve. Yeah. Like, well, of course there is. Sure. Of course there's a magical stone that you have to go retrieve, and of course it's being possessed by this incredibly barbarous villain who is giant and angry and violent. Like, of course, well, what else would it be? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, all of Jumanji is in peril because this barbarous villain stole this. Oh, and oh, and the, I, the, and the perfect button for that whole scene. And, you know, this may be especially trou- troubling for you, Bravestone, because he killed your parents. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so fantastic. This is a movie that knows, in many respects, exactly what it is. Yeah. And doesn't make a lot of effort to be more than that. Yeah. Cuz if it if it did, it would it would be bad real fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it would yes. uh, if it tried to take itself seriously really at all. And the moments that that uh, that were the weakest in this movie were the moments that they tried to kind of take themselves seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, which which I understand you need some kind of emotional thread to go go through the movie or yeah, like it's it's the whole it's the whole family is everything in the Fast and the Furious, right? Yep. There's an emotional thread that goes through everything. Um, didn't really land for me, but it didn't really need to yeah. because it just didn't matter that much. Yeah, it, yeah, and it, and uh, and like the the comedy landed most of the time. Like the scene of of uh, um, where just Danny DeVito's character, where the Rock. Wow, there's a lot. It's Bravestone. <laughs> Also Eddie, also The Rock, also Danny DeVito. Also Spencer that, at some point. At, and at yeah. one point Spencer, yeah. <laughs> uh, but when he's when he's like, no, I think I can, I think I can take them. I think I can take all these guys. I got it. I got it. And then the guy just pulls out a bazooka and just kills everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That and was just really, really good. That was, and they're all gone. They're all just for like gone. a while. And you're like, oh, so and then they you all hear, just lost a life. And then you yeah. just hear the thing, yeah. and they all fall to the ground and just kind of look at him. Yes. Uh, it's like, like what? They just exploded. Yeah. And it, and but it knows it. It's not trying to be more than that. So it is. It is what it is. Uh, and then same with like the cool, the really cool action of. The Rock taking on forty guys and yeah. like a single punch is just <laughs> absurdly powerful. <laughs> yes. But it's just so much fun to watch him just go flying. It's yes. like every kid's action hero dream. Yes, yes, uh, it was great. Absolutely, was great. absolutely. I, you know, really hats off to for both movies to all of these actors. Um, the 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 primaries: Dwayne Johnson, Kevin Hart. Um, Karen Gillan and Jack Black, like for really successfully channeling the characters, the 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 characters that are supposed to be inhabiting their bodies. Yeah, like really great job for all of them. Like I I think in both movies, I don't get the sense that they are playing those characters. It's not an impersonation. No, it doesn't yeah. feel like an impersonation. Yeah. It feels like habitation. Yeah. I think I think Dwayne Johnson does a great job doing a Danny DeVito. Sure. I think that he does one a great was a, job. L- a little less convincing for a, me. But it but I think he does I mean for being Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> sure. <laughs> for being Dwayne the Rock the Johnson. Absolute opposite former of, pro yeah. wrestler. <laughs> like for being for being literally the 
the exact opposite yeah. of everything Danny DeVito is. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it is. I think it is. Uh, he did. He did. A, he did a great job. I think. I, I one thing that it's always true about Dwayne Johnson is that he works hard enough that he mostly he mostly disappears behind the thing that the movie is trying to do. Yeah, which I which I really appreciate. Like he's. You never get the sense that Dwayne Johnson is in a movie trying to prove how cool Dwayne Johnson is. Like, which is awesome. Yeah. Like, that's a real, it's something I really appreciate about him, him as, a, his, as an actor. He's not that strong of an actor, but he's strong enough and he works hard enough that, like, he doesn't get in the way of the movies that he's in, which yeah. is great. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'm going to go into some of my critical thoughts about it. So uh, you, 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 you talked about it a little bit, um, but I think that. So there, I looked everywhere. Man, did I look everywhere. And I'm so frustrated that I couldn't find it. Uh, but I was reading an article when I was first getting into film. I was reading an article that talked about one of the biggest strengths of the original Star Wars movies, movie uh, and all the Star Wars movies. Apropos. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just finished Star Wars week. Um, is the, is the uh, constant change of landscape mm. and it gives this feeling of one is scope because in 1977 they didn't have that scope and so they had to kind of figure they couldn't go to all those places kind of thing so they had to figure out how to make it grander uh, and then it also gave this feeling of momentum, like, hey, this is a journey that we are moving yeah. forward in. We're in a different place now. Uh, and I noticed that this very, movie... It's very Joseph Campbell. It has, like, very, very clear, positive yes. forward momentum the yes, whole time. exactly. And yeah, this movie does that, and it does it effectively. Like, they're really... I I have no... no, no I, I can't see the map. I have no idea where point A and point B are. Yeah. Uh, and so them just walking, it's like, like if you look, if you go back and watch Lord of the Rings, there is a whole lot of people just walking, right? Yep. They're just running. If you put that in this movie, it wouldn't have worked. It, you just can't see that over and over. But if you change the landscape, just like levels in a video game, so it makes sense, then you feel that forward momentum. Uh, and they like, you have, you can break it up too. Like, it really makes perfect sense because you can break up the levels to be the just the different acts in the movie. Like it just it yeah. works really well. And so um, from the from the ostriches to the uh, mandrels mm -hmm. to the what 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 a zeppelin mm -hmm. uh, like th those are the different to the keep the castle it, keep yeah the, yeah yeah the yeah. castle and then yeah anyway I just uh, every every landscape ch when it changed uh, kind of gave this fresh oh cool it was like a it was almost like a checkpoint in your head it was like nice okay and you feel kind of revigorated and you're like let's let's keep going so it kept it from being dull anyway just a detail that I that I thought was was yeah. quite interesting yeah it was very uh, competently constructed uh, as like Com yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. Yeah, as as a as a, uh, a sort of traditional story, like a narrative that has acts and has, you know, that building momentum of Act One to Act Two to Act Three, and and how you get from sequence to sequence, and you know, being able to uh, leverage the uh, the idea of levels in a video game to sort of serve that basic story function. Yeah, it totally works. Yeah, I mean, it worked out. It, it works in a way that. Once again, it's it's keeping you engaged as an audience 
in a very simple, straightforward way, the way like a movie needs to do to be successful, especially if it doesn't have like a lot of like depth or heart to offer. It's just here's what's here's the story. Yeah. Here's what's happening. And we're getting from point A to point B very clearly and with the with a pace that doesn't leave you bored and you just and then we're you know and you're you're gonna be looking forward to the next thing and you're gonna be enjoying this thing and then and then we're gonna and then it's gonna be over and you're gonna be like great and you're gonna go home. Yeah. And you're probably not gonna think about it anymore. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which they're perfectly okay with. Uh, so the last thing that I wanted to bring up um, is so I try and I try and find a theme uh, in in each movie that I watch, and this one uh, didn't have any strong enough to really stick out to me, uh, but it felt like it was potentially leading somewhere, and it's really difficult to say that I wanted more of this theme in this movie because it might have changed what the movie was, and I don't know if I'm okay with that. So it's hard it's hard to land on, but I saw somewhat of a theme like kind of sprouting just a little bit with uh, with Eddie, Danny DeVito's character, and with Spencer. And kind of there, there are parallels in that uh, Eddie was an old guy that wanted to live, just be in his apartment by himself. His daughter is reaching out, but he didn't really care. He just, his friend was reaching out, but he didn't want anything to do with him. He just wanted to be alone. And then you have Spencer, who is at college, and you have all of these friends that are reaching out to him, but he's not responding. And he just wanted, and he ended up being, he ended up isolating himself. And so there seemed to be the kind of this budding theme of isolation and potentially like depression mm-hmm. in isolation leading to depression and depression leading to isolation yeah. and like feeding cycle. Exactly. Yeah. And e- even when you have all these support systems, all these people reaching out to you, it can still be this like really difficult thing to really, uh, come out of the isolation. Even though people are trying to pull you that way, you have this other thing pulling you towards it. So they could have explored that a little bit more. That yeah. could have been a little bit more of a, a reason for Spencer to go into the game. But again, you get too heavy talking about depression and isolation, and this movie becomes something very different. So it's really, really a difficult tightrope to, to walk. Yeah. But I think I wanted a little more emotional substance. It would have it would have taken a much higher degree of of sophistication in the writing to be able to deliver the kind of entertainment that you rightfully expect from a movie like this, yeah. along with the depth of theme and character that uh, you're describing. And I think. Ultimately, I just don't know that um, I don't know that the ability was there, and I and I and even if it was, I certainly don't think that the incentive was there on the yeah. product on like the pre-production side. Like as they were developing the script, I doubt people were saying, you know what, it's just not it's just not emotionally subs- like substantial. Sure, enough. sure. Um, which is which is too bad because the movie like this does have the opportunity to, to deliver those kinds of things and still be lots and lots of fun. Um, <clears throat> but you know, like, I mean, great example, princess bride, which, sure. which I will go back to every time <laughs> as a basically perfect movie that does satire perfectly. And by the end you have some real substance that, that matters, uh, from both the framing device with the grandfather and his son. And also like the, the guy who's obsessed with the revenge his whole life and like how that kind of works out for him. And all like these, these different pieces that play together in a way that is, elegant and subtle and really emotionally emotionally effective while at the same time never missing a beat 
with the comedy and the action. Mm-hmm. You never miss a beat with the, 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 the price of the ticket. The price of the ticket is the comedy and action. That's why the butts are in the seats. So give that to, give that to your audience. So Jumanji does a great job of giving that to its audience, uh, gives them the thing that they paid for. It just doesn't necessarily give them anything more. Yeah. Which yeah. except for Aquafina, except for Aquafina, Aquafina is great. She's great. She's I, always great. I have I I I don't I maybe missed the boat when she first sort of came onto the scene. It was, it was crazy rich Asians that I got on the boat. Uh, yeah, well, me too. But yeah. I feel like she was she was a big deal Getting, before, before that, that yeah, and yeah. I didn't know about it. I didn't know about her, and then crazy rich Asians. I was like, okay, so my favorite character in that was yeah. Aquafina. <laughs> she was amazing, and then now like. Anytime I see her, I'm like, it's Aquafina. She's yeah. awesome. Yeah. She's really, she's really good. She's really good. She's I, really, really I, good. I didn't know that Aquafina uh, being a grumpy old man was something I wanted in my life, but <laughs> I was pretty okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so uh, I feel like Aquafina is the note that I want to end on. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, as far as the, val- a value add to the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> um, absolutely. Aquafina. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious though before we uh, wrap all the way. Do you, we got to talk about what's coming next. Hmm. Probably another. Well, probably another one. Probably. I mean, at the end of the movie, you've got you got you have you, you have you a post credit scene yeah, that the, sets it all up. The 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 pride of ostrichai <laughs> rampaging through the streets. <laughs> yes, with, with Winston. With yeah, with Winston <laughs> uh, having triggered the whole thing. I love – can I just say I love him entering entering the basement and, like, doing his, like, signature sort of, like, cock-headed look? Yeah. <laughs> I can't even do it. Like, where he, like, leans to one side and cocks his head to the other and he's like, yeah. I'm, 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 a, I'm a big gamer, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. He's so great. He's great. I want there to be a sequel and I want him to be in it. Uh, I, I, that's what I am assuming is going to come. Yeah. Uh, because they set it up, they set up the sequel to be the original premise. Yeah. Which is a game coming into the real world, yep. not the other way around. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know how much movie, this, how much money this movie has made. Uh, but there wasn't really anything that was. Uh, in its way, and so I'm going to assume that there will be another one, and it will be the original premise, and we will get some comedy with uh, Winston, and uh, maybe like, maybe the maybe like the characters from the video game enter the world, and they so now we're gonna have them playing the actual video game character of themselves. I don't know. We'll see. I'm I'm excited though. I'll I'll watch all of these movies. Well, uh, to answer your question, it. Uh <clears throat> it made $60 million its opening weekend. Great. Um, and actually made another $153 million world in, uh, internationally. So it in its opening weekend made $200 million. I that's that's gonna, pretty good. There's going to be another there one. There will absolutely be another one. <laughs> so uh, we'll just have to wait a little while for it. Probably, I don't know, they could probably churn another one out in two years. Uh, yeah, I mean, it depends if The Rock's in it. Because I know The Rock also has uh, Black Adam coming out. I mean, he, or he is the star. I, I'm, I'm uh, fully confident that, and, and my my expectation is that is that Dwayne the Rock Johnson is in upwards of ten movies a year. Sure, uh, before <laughs> sure. before the end of his career. I don't I know. Don't... He might need to get in shape for the next Jumanji, though. <laughs> you think so? I'm I'm kidding. The man is gigantic. He's in pretty good shape. CJ. The dude is. It is absurd. If you ever, if you ever see CJ, any... that's muscle. That's. <laughs> 
he spends a lot of time in the gym to to build that body. I get it. I get it. You're saying when I'm saying he's huge, you're <laughs> implying that he's that I'm saying he's fat. I mean, he's not fat, CJ. He's, <laughs> he's muscular. He's muscular. I can I, I'm actually. I'm surprised. I was so confused. I'm, <laughs> I'm 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 really surprised that you didn't that you that you didn't notice that. I yeah. That's a weird it's a weird thing to do. Oh, miss. is that why they call him the rock? Yeah, it's oh, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. Yep. I I didn't understand. I just like I thought maybe his bald head looks like a boulder. I don't know. I I, I didn't know. Let's leave. <laughs> <laughs> I I just whatever <laughs> Whatever that happens, I just wait for you to tire out. Because <laughs> <laughs> you'll go much longer than I will. I go forever. <laughs> oh man, which which we I've got saw. dad joke patience like you <laughs> don't even know. <laughs> which we saw in the Will Smith episode when you would not let that rap go. No, we had to finish. We did <laughs> that French French Prince Bel-Air. Otherwise, why would Woo. Google even exist? <laughs> Well, you know that Google will give you only a certain amount of the answer and then you have to click through? Mm-hmm. It's because most people don't have just the vigor that you do <laughs> to get to the end. <laughs> just push it. Anyway, uh, I'm, I'm tired. Sensing, I'm sensing some old uh, trauma there. I, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize how how uncomfortable I had made you in the episode. <laughs> It was to the point that it was it was funny, and then it wasn't funny anymore, and then it got funny That's again. That's the trick. <laughs> you have to push through. You have to keep going. You have to have faith. That's what stamina gets you. Oh, you have to man. get to the funny again. I'm good. I'm good with the first funny, and then move on. See <laughs> difference between you and I. All right. Well, uh, that was great. That I, was a good I'm, time. I'm 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 glad. Um, so, uh, this is uh, this is it for 2019. Yeah, thank you for listening. Yeah, in 2019, it's been a it's been a really good year for Nerd Critic. It has. We've done a lot of really cool stuff. Yeah, and I think that 2020 is going to be a way better year. No question. There's no thinking about it. It will yeah. be a way better. It's going to be an, it's going to be an amazing year. Although we had some be. good movies come out this year. Yeah. I mean, I mean for our podcast. Yeah. I think well, yeah, for yeah. nerd critic, for us yeah. and for our audience, I think 2020 is going to be a really great year. I I agree. And if you want to uh <clears throat> if you want to if you need an idea for a new year's resolution, I'll give you one. Share this podcast more. Yeah. 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 That should be Number one on your priority list. Absolutely. And if you want, if you're desperate for a way to show your appreciation for us and to give us holiday gifts, even though it's after Christmas and you're a little you late. You said holiday. That's fine. It's, yeah, holiday gift giving. That, that it goes counts through, all yeah. the way through to the first of the year. Yeah. So if you want to give us a gift, uh, also, sh- yeah, share this podcast. <laughs> yeah, share it. <laughs> That's pretty much it. That's all I have. Like, but share, like, if you can share and tag someone specifically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, like, it's fine if you want to spam your social media feeds with our show. That's that's cool. But, like, more importantly, like, this is a show that's personal to us. And we think that the people who like this show, we, we hope that if you like the show, it's, it's, it's something sort of feels kind of personal to you. So if you share this, we hope that you share it personally. Like, yeah. you know, tell someone you know who you think might like it 
uh, about an episode you really liked and say, hey, check it out and send him a link or whatever. And we know that it's personal to a, like a lot of our listeners. We've we've had some fan art of us, which is yeah. really cool. Yep. Uh, we've had we had a guy we had a guy email me. Uh, letting me know that there was a malfunction in our premium sub- subscription and he was able to listen to the stuff without paying. And he just emailed me like, hey, I realize like uh, that's not cool and I shouldn't be doing that because it feels like stealing from you guys. So, you you know, if you, you should fix that and I won't listen anymore. And I was just like, man, like that's just so cool of you to do that. It just feels very... It feels very personal. It feels like a lot of our listeners are like friends. Yeah. Um, I want to go on record as saying, though, by the way, if you if you figure out a way to game the app and listen to premium content without paying for it, more power to you. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, go for yeah. it, dude. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I should respond and say, you know what? Dude, All is fair in love and war, I guess. Yeah, like it, it's not, it's not, it's not your fault. Yeah, yeah. If it pops up, then go ahead and listen. Anyway, uh, thank you guys for listening in the in 2019. We're excited about 2020. Uh, again, if you have any recommendations for 2020, uh, it, whether it's movies or things that we're doing right or things that we're doing wrong, let us know. Uh, CJ at Real Contender or Jordan at RealContender.com. Uh, and then uh, for the last time in 2019, do you want to thank him or do you want me to? I'd like I'd like to thank Go him. Go ahead. Thank you, Michael Bonmiller, for the music. Uh, Michael and I spoke recently, and I let him know uh, that we thank him in every single episode. I don't know that he listens to every single episode, but I know that he's heard us thank him many times. A lot. And, uh, <laughs> and I'm going to keep on doing it. I mean, his name... Because People know his name. If they listen to this podcast, they know his yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I maintain that Michael Bond Miller will be the most famous person on Nerd Critic uh, forever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, and deservedly so because the, the, we really it cannot be estimated how much value good music adds to That's a show. That's very true. That's very um, true. And so thank you very much for the music. Uh, we can we will we will, we plan to continue to exploit your talent <laughs> indefinitely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's, yeah, that's, so I, that's I mean it. it. I mean uh, it. And then last thing is that uh, we will not be coming out with an episode next week. We mm-hmm. are taking a break for the holidays, uh, but we will come back strong in January, so look forward to that. Until then, remember to love movies like a nerd and respect them like a critic. And cut. <laughs>